world and this interview series is sponsored by Rehan Foundation and is the peace and today my uh, today uh, my guest is Ugo Ugo from Nigeria and uh, we will talk about intelligence we will talk about positive thinking and he is author and he's a motivational speaker as well as uh, he is a founder of uh, learning department so uh Ugo, over to you yeah thank you so much uh Sidra, for having me on your show uh connecting the world i it is a great privilege to be here and to also meet with your audience and also share uh what we are what i'm i'm, I'm doing thank you so much for having me it's great to be here uh thank you Ugo, for the better understanding uh for me and my audience please introduce yourself what you do and where you started your work from where you live just share us uh, share with us about your journey okay so um Actually, uh, I'm a learning coach, and uh, my work is uh, focused on helping uh, learners, students, uh, which includes students and uh, uh, also young people uh, in the journey towards uh, self-discovery. So uh, my work has, uh, is focused on personal science of personal development that is called personal initiative. And so the essence of that personal initiative is to show people the path towards uh, self-development based on the principle that I call individually propelled growth. So that principle is, uh, uh, it, it shows people how they can develop themselves, how they can create the kind of future that they want, how they can create the kind of reality that they want, irrespective of their background, irrespective of their uh, realities, the current realities in the environment. And uh, the reason for this is because of the in kind of environment that I grew up in. So I grew up here in Nigeria. And uh, growing up here in Nigeria, uh, you know, you find yourself in a situation whereby you have, the, there is this abundance of natural uh, mineral resources and uh, also abundance of uh, human capital. Uh, but, 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 uh, but there is uh, largely, there is, there is, uh, uh, evidently lacking the uh, uh, material abundance that actually comes with these uh, natural resources. And that is because the human mind that is supposed to mine these resources, that is supposed to take up these resources, mine them, and then use them to create realities, have been abandoned to rot. And so I embarked on the journey to help people rediscover their minds, to uh, help them upgrade their intelligence so that they can uh, uh, harness the resources in the environment because irrespective of where you find yourself and irrespective of the uh, the kind of resources that you find in your environment if your environment if, if your mind is not developed if, the, if, if, if the, your cognitive mind is not developed to harness those resources to learn how to take up those resources and then take them and then use them to create uh, uh, the manifestation of abundance uh, then you cannot have the wealth that uh, uh, other parts of the world, like the United States and China, are showcasing. So uh, wealth creation, um, um, uh, access to resources, all of these things are a manifestation or direct result of the uh, an upgraded intelligence, as I, as I deem it. So my journey and my work is focused because I, I believe 
because of my journey, I understood that the reason why people cannot leverage the resources in the environment and then use them to create a kind of reality that they want is because their minds are not yet developed. And so if your mind is uh, developed, you can uh, uh, you can harness the resources, the potentials in your environment. You can convert your personal power, your personal potential to personal power, to what I call personal power, and then take your personal power, which is the value that you use to, that you create to people, take that personal power and then to convert it into a personal art that will become more like a wonder, a, a, a public spectacle that will transform the way things are seen in the world and that will give that will impact people on a very large scale so that is what my work uh, is basically about helping people go through that journey of uh, upgrading their intelligence and uh, and taking the the, the 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 journey of creating access to resources as a consequence of their upgraded minds so uh, because i believe that intelligence is the only thing that you need in order to become successful. As controversial as that may, may sound to some people, but that, as that is actually the truth. So because based on my research and study, reflection and educated reflection, I've come to the understanding that if you can upgrade your intelligence, if you can upgrade your mind, how you process information, how you interpret reality, then you would have the ability to take up any resource, any material that you find, and then convert it uh, into gold. You would have what is called Midas touch, in the sense that whatever you touch will become gold. And so my work has been focused on learning, which is I, which I think is the most powerful skill any person can have if they want to uh, 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 get to the top one percent of their career or and uh, 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 and, uh, and create realities for themselves and also share it with others. So this is. Uh, in 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 short, uh, what my work is actually about. Um, I strongly believe on uh, your work because learning is very important. And uh, if we are talking about uh, the religious purpose, all religion all religions are forced to learn, learn about humanity, learn about religion, learn about behaviors. So, <coughs> sorry. We never neglect the learning point in this world. But I'm going to share a very interesting topic with my audience because uh, in further we are uh, discussing about how to upgrade intelligence, your intelligence, see how, how we can improve it. So, um, why, why intelligence is important? Okay, so uh, thank you very much for that question. Intelligence is important because if you understand the very definition of what intelligence means, definition of intelligence, you'll find out that it is the single factor, the primary thing that characterizes every form of life. In life, the most important thing is growth. You grow or you die. Either you are progressing or you are decreasing. You cannot stay static. And so for you to grow, you have to understand how to interpret your environment. And so the interpretation of environment is what intelligence is all about. So I define intelligence as the ability, your ability to interpret your environment 
accurately and fast enough to ensure your survival and then your growth. Your survival and then your growth. Because every species, every form of life is in the journey. It's in the work of trying to survive. Then after it, you have uh, uh, achieved, uh, achieved survival, that's the first stage of your being, then you go to the next level, which is thriving. And so at that level, you are now encountering progress. You are now encountering astounding growth. But for you to undertake this process, you have to, for you to undertake this process, you have to be able to interpret the signals that are coming from the world. So every time you find yourself, at any time, uh, every life form is engaged in the process of interpreting information. So as you are now, you are getting signals that are coming from the world. So you, you, th those signals come in form of uh, a message that you're seeing from people. It comes in form of uh, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what, you, what you're perceiving from all your senses. You are always receiving signals from the world. Now, for you to be able to continue to live in, in the world and then make progress based on that, those signals that are coming from the world, you have to be able to interpret it. And not only you will be able to interpret, you have to interpret it and then do it fast enough that you will survive. A practical example, if you're walking on the street and you're about to cross the road and there's a big lorry that is coming and you look at the lorry, but you are, you, are, you, are, you are yet to figure out what the lorry is about. Is it a lorry or an elephant or a human or a toy? And then you spend time trying to interpret that information, that signal that is coming. If you don't do it fast enough and, you stand, and you're standing on the way, the lorry is going to crush you through or false. That's true. So what it means is that not only that you have to interpret the information that this is a lorry that, is, that could potentially kill me, not only that you have to do it accurately, you have to do it fast enough so that you can survive that situation and then continue to grow. So this is the singular factor. This is the single thing that cuts across every form of life, every interpretation that you're doing. So this interpretation could be your marriage. You constantly, you are interpreting the relationship. You are reinterpreting the relationship between you and your spouse. You are reinterpreting the relationship between you and your children, between you and your colleagues at work. You are constantly interpreting information that is coming. So the world is sending you data and your work is to interpret it. So intelligence is your ability to do that interpretation fast enough so that you can, not only that you, so that you can survive. So you do it fast enough and you do also do it accurately. So this is why intelligence is the most important factor in everything that we do. And now there is usually a confusion that people usually make when we talk about intelligence. And so they think intelligence as synonymous with knowledge. But, 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 but that's not actually correct. Knowledge is the data, the information that is coming from outside, that you get from outside the, of the world. So that information, that signal that you're getting has to be processed. The system within you that processes this, in, this information is intelligence. Knowledge is the content that it processes. So think of it as you go to a... Uh, the example I usually use is when you go to, let's say, a rice meal. 
or a plant where the process uh, uh, maize, corn. The corn is the information. But when you get to that plant, there are machines, different machines, kinds of machines that process the corn. So the, 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 so when you get the corn, the corn is the information. You cannot take it raw. It has to be processed and turned into flour or any kind of uh, 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 substance that can now be used to produce the finished product, maybe a biscuit or maybe uh, any kind of food that you, you want to uh, use it for. So the processing system, the machine that grinds the corn is intelligence. It is a processing system. The corn in itself is information. After the machine has ground the, 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 the corn and converted it into something meaningful, like a flour that you can use to produce food, the final product of the processing is knowledge. So when you get in information and then you process that information, the final output is knowledge. So a, a good example is when you go to school. What you have thought is how to learn. Then you're given information about physics, chemistry, biology, whatever it is that you're learning in school. You're taking that information and then you process it. After you've graduated from school, then you will now be demanded to take to use the knowledge that you've acquired and put it to meaningful use to serve the society. Now, if your intelligence is sharp enough, what it means is that if it is good in processing information, then you'll be able to process information at a much faster rate and a better rate than others. And if it is if it's slower in its processing system, then you'll find it difficult in order to fit into the society to achieve progress in anything that you're doing. So what I tell people is that irrespective of where you find yourself, if you have if you are witnessing if, if, if you are witnessing lack of success, if you are unable to thrive in any area of your life, it's not because there is not enough information for you to thrive on. It is actually all because there are not enough resources for you to thrive on, because even resources are a form of information. So it's not because there are not in, uh, enough information for you to thrive on. It is actually because you have not upgraded your intelligence to the level that you can take any information, any resource that you find, and then convert it into something meaningful that you can give to the world and then use it to create value and create wealth. So this is why it is important. Uh, intelligence it is, uh, for me, the single most important factor in anything that you're doing. If you're going to get to the top 1% of your career, if you're going to create resources for yourself, I live in Nigeria and uh, many people talk about uh, and in my country, it is the norm that my country is it's defined um, uh, like uh, defined as an underdeveloped country. So, and meaning that we have not harnessed the capacities, the resources here, and uh, we don't have uh, uh, the developed structural systems put in place, like in the United States, where all of these things have been put in place. And so, people usually cry in their environments, like environment like uh, that are existing, that they don't have resources to grow themselves. They don't have the resources to uh, explore their full potentials. And to a large extent, you might say that uh, the, the, the resources in my environment is not as advanced, is not advancedly developed like those in the United States. But the fact is that there are these resources 
irrespective of the fact that they have not been developed, they have not been processed, they are still in their lighting stage. They are still in their undeveloped stage. What these resources need is not, they don't need technology to develop. Technology is the significance of knowledge. Technology is simply knowledge, knowledge that is, has been put into meaningful use. That's what technology is. So you don't need technology to improve the resources, the natural and latent resources in your environment. What you need is an upgraded mind, is the intelligence to take those resources that are still latent and convert them to anything that you want them to become. That is what the folks in the United States, in, in the United Kingdom, and in other developed parts of the world did. So my evangelism in my country and in other developing countries across the world is to help people, to empower people with the skills, the strategies, the approaches, the principles that they can use to upgrade their intelligence so that they can take whatever latent resource that they have in the environment and then convert them into finished products, into resources, into abundance of wealth and then create access to resources and lift billions of people that are in this environment that are poor, lift them out of this uh, poverty. And so because of this, I wrote my first book on exercise and clear thinking, because I believe that if you develop the capacity to uh, uh, interpret reality, to think clearly, then you can judge, you can, you can process any situation, and then you can get to the root cause of any problem that you're dealing with. With clear thinking, you can make better decisions. With clear thinking, you can uh, solve problems. And then with clear thinking, you can create. And after I wrote that book, I also wrote my second book, which is Infinite Learning. And this is actually, this book is actually a precursor to its uh, to the main version that, that will be released later this year. The version that it's, uh, it's, it's uh, the, the title of the book is Infinite Learning, Developing the Capacity to Learn Anything become anything that's master anything and then create anything because i believe that if you are gonna be successful in your environment you have to develop you have to master these three abilities you have to master these three things you have to be able to learn you have to be able to achieve mastery in what you have learned and then you have to be able to express that which you have learned in form of creation so ability to learn ability to become a master and then ability to create. So this is what my work is all about. And I believe if you can master this three process through the act of infinite learning, then you can get to any level that you are that you wish uh, for yourself and then create abundance of resources for others. Okay, I have a very interesting question. Uh, maybe uh, it will help us, me and my audience, to understand what is intelligence. The question is how we can, how we know that if we are uh, intelligent, suppose I just want to know that may I intelligent or not? So what is the procedure? Okay, uh, so uh, usually when, when you talk about intelligence, it's, it's really a very uh, uh, hot topic. It's really a very controversial topic because when you talk about intelligence and then you say that for you to and, and you attach success to intelligence even though it's actually uh, really attached when you attach uh, the the notion of success to intelligence people usually push against that because they say uh because in the past uh it has been linked to racism 
you know, racist thoughts. So when we talk about intelligence, some people can say that, uh, so the, the reason why people in Africa or in some Asian countries are not developed is because they have lower intelligence. That's the reason. So, but, 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 the, but the fact is this, intelligence in and of itself is endowed in every human being. Every human being is endowed with intelligence. So we have the natural propensity, we have the capacity to process information, to interpret the world. And that capacity in and of itself is intelligence. As a matter of fact, human beings are not only the are, are not the only intelligent beings on earth. The dog is intelligent, the ant is intelligent, the cells in your body are intelligent. That is why the internal processes that are happening in your in your body right now. You don't have, you don't control them consciously, but they still happen, irrespective of your conscious uh, uh, or your non-conscious interference. So the, the cells in your body multiply on their own. So that shows you that there is an internal intelligence within them by which they are operating themselves. The world that we live, the cosmic universe that we exist in, is intelligent in its own. So it is processing information. So intelligence is about information processing. That's what it is naturally. Now, the question of knowing if you are intelligent gets solved once you understand it this way. You would understand that you have the capacity of intelligence, irrespective of you have a fact you can process information, then you are intelligent. That's natural. That's basically what it means. But when we talk about getting to an advanced level, the reason why we humans have evolved and gotten to the top, uh, to the top ladder of the food chain in our world, is because we have upgraded our intelligence. Our intelligence, we have learned how to upgrade our intelligence. We have gotten to the level that we can process information much accurately and faster than other species. That is simply what has happened. Now, this thing that has happened between us and the animals and other uh, uh, life forms in the animal kingdom is also present in the human ladder, in the human society. Now, but this is not to say that some humans are better than others. As far as every other person, as far as you have the capacity to process information, you are intelligent. The only thing there is, you have to go through a system that has to educate you. That's the essence of education. What education does is to help to process, to, to, to harness this, your intelligence, so that you can now use it to create resources. So when you go to an environment where the people are largely, the, the resources in your the environment are largely undeveloped, untapped, it doesn't mean that these people are less intelligent in their ability, in their capacity to process information. It only means that they have not harnessed that capacity to become a capability that can be used, that can be put into meaningful use. That is the only thing there. So what you now need to do is to put them through a system of education that will enable them to you take that capacity because capacity is about inner potential. Capability is the actuality of what you can use your potential to do. If you have, the, every one of us has the capacity to see. 
everyone has the capacity to see. But if something pokes your eye, but if, but if something, okay, a, a good example is everyone have it, has the capacity to see. But a child, a, a one-year-old child or a, a one-month-old child has the capacity to see, but the child has not developed the capability to see. So the child cannot yet see because the child has not been trained, has not trained his eye or her eyes to see. But she has the capacity to see. So she only needs to be put through the process so that she can develop that capacity and turn it into capability. So this is the exact same thing that happens when it comes to intelligence. Each and every one of us has the capacity of intelligence. What we now know, what we have differently from others is different capabilities. Your child's intelligence is not the same as yours when it comes to capability. At the level of capacity, the level your, your, your child's intelligence and yours are the same. But at the level of capability, which is what your intelligence can actually do in the world, the level of your child's intelligence and yours is not the same. Why? Because of the level of exposure, because of the level of education that you have is quite different from that of the child. So my, what my work is focused on, the books I'm writing, the, lecture, the lectures I'm giving, the interviews I'm, I'm granting, what it is focused on is helping people to improve their capability, not their capacity. I can improve your capacity. You already have the capacity. You've got it right from the time you were born. What I'm helping people do is to help them improve the capability so that they can uh, harness uh, their, their, their innate potentials and then use it to create what they want. Okay, my next question is how we can defining and measuring the intelligence? Because, you know, I'm asking that I am more intelligent. You are saying that and someone is because we both we both are sitting in a, in a one class and uh, we are uh, debating on the same topic. Uh, but how the teacher or the person or the jury uh, define and measure uh, intelligence level for both of us. So my question is that how we are defining and measuring the intelligence level in any human being who exists in this world. Okay, okay, that's great. So, uh, uh, in, in, in my book, and uh, Infinite Learning, and also in my book, the um, my upcoming book that will be released in, in, in the course of this year, uh, Journey to 1%, I define the levels of intelligence. And so, the levels of intelligence are the ladders the places where people's intelligence are in their cadre based on their work so if you understand that intelligence is about information processing you would all understand that when we talk about levels of intelligence we are talking about levels of interpretative capacity capabilities that's what i'm talking about when i'm talking about levels of intelligence i'm talking about levels of interpretative capacity capability so what it means is that if you are in level one let me let me start from there if you are a teacher okay let's let's talk about um um, um being an engineer let's say you are a, a computer programmer the level of intelligence that you have as a computer programmer is quite different 
from the level of intelligence that you have as a teacher. You could be a very good computer programmer. You could be a very good programmer. And in your level of intelligence there, which is your ability to interpret information in that field, your level of intelligence is higher. Is let's say eight or nine. But when it comes to music, your level of intelligence is two or three. So what it means is that when it comes to programming language, computers, uh, computers and the digital systems, you have an interpretative capability that is much higher than others. But when it comes to music, your interpretative capability is much lower because you have not harnessed that potential. So this boils down to neuroscience when you understand how your brain works. So in my book, The Journey to 1%, I talked about the capacity, your the ability for your brain to process information. Now, when Einstein, Albert Einstein died, scientists brought out his brain and they looked at some parts of his brain, the parts that actually were dedicated to calculation, numbers, and all of that. And they found out that the neurons in that part of his brain were densely compacted. They were so compacted to, uh, uh, together, which made the information processing, the ability of the, 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 the cells, the, 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 the neurons in the brain to pass information between each other to become much faster. Because when cells are condensed together, so the time frame between which they can send signals between each other, which is the process of information uh, interpretation, is shortened than when they are dispersed. So what it means is that he had practiced that area. He had practiced physics and mathematics so well that the part of his brain that takes care of physics and mathematics, the cells have become condensed, making it faster for, inform for, the, for them to send signals between each other faster. So that's meant that he had improved intelligence. He had higher intelligence when it comes to calculation, when it comes to mathematics. But if he had brought Albert Einstein and maybe told him to drive a taxi, and then you calculated the part of his brain that was dedicated to navigation, you would understand that it wouldn't be the cells there wouldn't be as condensed as those in the parts that were dedicated to uh, the, the, the area of calculation and physics and mathematics and all of that. So intelligence from this perspective is understood from that which you have processed, which you have practiced long enough that the cells in your brain have not become so familiar with it. The, the neural pathways in that area of your brain has become so large and then the cells can communicate very fast, shortening the, the time lag that it takes for signals to, to be transferred from a particular aspect of the brain to another, for signals to be trans, uh, transmitted between, uh, 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 between cells. And remember, in my definition of uh, intelligence, I talked about ability to interpret information accurately and then to do it fast enough. So if the cells are compacted each, uh, uh, so uh, very tightly, what it means is that it will be able to process information much faster and do it much better. So in talking about the levels of intelligence, 
Now, if you are an engineer, and then you have harnessed that capacity to process information in that area of your field fast enough, what it means is that your intelligence in that area is higher. But it's not the same with someone who is a musician. So it varies. But, but I talk about in my book, The Journey to 1%, that irrespective of the levels of intelligence that, can be, that could be different based on different fields of endeavor that you are one is engaged in, there, there, there are skills and there are mindsets that if you want to process information, that's, that can help you to process information in any field of endeavor that you find yourself, that will help you to process information in those areas much faster so that you can become successful in them. So these skills and these mindsets, they don't deal, they, they are cognitive skills and cognitive mindsets. They are not skills that relate to technical skills. Let's say the ability to code, the ability to play guitar, the ability to uh, 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 read, the ability to write. These are skills that are specifically dedicated to a specific area of endeavor. So there are technical skills for particular fields of endeavor. But there are general skills that will help you to process information irrespective of the place you find yourself. And these are cognitive skills and, the, and, and also mindsets that can help you to process information irrespective of where you are. And this is where my work is focused because I, I cannot train you to become a program. I, I, cannot, I don't have the skill to train everyone in every uh, field of endeavor. But I can tell people that the people who find themselves in the top 1% of any ladder that you find yourself, any career, any field of work, the people in this top 1%, there are basic skills, cognitive skills, and mindsets that they have employed. And these skills and mindsets run across every area of endeavor that you look at. There are things that they do. There are, the, there, are, there are ways that they interpret information. There are ways that they look at the world. There are ways, certain ways that they learn that are quite different from the way the general mass, the other people, do their things. So if you follow that mindset, you would get to the level of uh, 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 this top 1% uh, the, the people who are crushing it in, in different ladder. So you, you, you could talk about the, uh, the, the, the richest people, the wealthiest people in the world, the Nobel laureates, people who have achieved phenomenal results, phenomenal achievements in their career, just understudy them. There are there are some skills and some mindsets that they have that are quite different from people who are still struggling in their business. So, so these skills and mindsets are what I think that if you employ them in your work, irrespective of the field that you find yourself, irrespective of the uh, level of endeavor that you are engaged in, if you deploy these skills and these minds, if you learn them and then apply them in your work, you would find yourself in the top 1% of your career. So I, I don't know if I answered your question uh, about uh, the levels of intelligence. Yes, so, it is very satisfactory answer. And, and, and uh, again, I just yeah, so, uh, learned um, yeah. lots so, of things that you're from. 
Yeah, great. Yeah. So I, I want to say time will for me to maybe go into detail. Maybe, of course, uh, as we go along, uh, if you with more questions, I could explain some of these skills. But uh, if, if uh, there are a lot of the, there are a lot, the skills are many uh, and uh, I explore them in my book. But more importantly, if your audience, uh, if you want to check out any of them, you could also go to my Facebook page and uh, check out my videos. It's called Intelligence Upgrade. Uh, you will find where I discussed all of the skills and the mindsets you can adopt. I do them, I, I publish videos every week. So you can find them where I've discussed them. But uh, well, with your distance, I can discuss some of them. So, but continue with your question. Okay, uh, I just request to you, please um, send me the link uh, on my private chat here. I want to paste under our screen because people will uh, search it and follow you. Okay. So please, I request okay. to you, if you are doing now, so it will be easy for me to um, paste your uh, link under the screen. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, so I'll, I'll drop the link immediately on, I'll, I'll drop the link for so that you can press it on the screen. Uh, okay, continue. Yeah, I'll, I'll send the link to you so you can drop it, yeah. Yes, right now, please, because I want to paste it now. Because my live audience want to uh, search your channel on YouTube and uh, uh, Google your book as well. Maybe your book is available on Amazon and other pro and other areas. So they will be learned from your book. If you are busy with other activities, people will engage and people will get benefits from your videos and books. Okay. All right. I'll do it now. Okay, but I have a last question about you're talking about the profession, you are talking about the passion and you in the last, you are talking about uh, the mindset good and as well as uh, the, the personality and the profession. Uh, you are talking about the using clear thinking to make accurate and fast decision in your work. If you are clear about your task, if you are clear about your mission. so. Clarity, how much clarity is important for uh, become a successful person in short time? Okay, so you, you're asking how much clarity uh, is required for you to become a successful person in the short term, for you to become a successful person. Okay, so uh, yeah, so in my book, uh, An Exercise in Clear Thinking, I explore the principles that you, you want to adopt if if you are going to process information, interpret the world accurately, and do it fast enough. So, and uh, I, I laid out eleven principles in that book. So, uh, I, I'm I'm going to send you the link uh, uh, now, so that you can uh, so that you can, your audience can check out the book. It's on Amazon. It's also on my website. So, I explored eleven principles for thinking accurately. And the reason why I wrote that book was mainly because I asked myself, if, if you find yourself in a, a position of leadership, where people look up to you, where you become, where you become a cultural ideal, and then where people look up to you, how sure am I that I'm not going to make terrible decisions like leaders in the past? People like Adolf Hitler, people like Mobutu Sasekou in Africa, who have made terrible decisions and who have led people astray. So I found out that for you to become a good man, if you want to become a good man, 
you don't need goodwill to become a good person because majority of the people who you find in leadership positions and who we think are evil, even terrorists that we think that are evil, they are not, they don't think themselves as, as evil. They actually think that they're doing the good thing. So what I tell people is that you don't need goodwill to become a good person. What you need is clear thinking, is clear judgment, is improved intelligence. That's what you need. So in that book, I explored 11 principles that could help you to process information faster and get to the love the, uh, and, 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 and better and make accurate decisions. So one of the principles that I process, I talked about there is the principle of uh, of understanding what value is. I talked about principle of understanding what value is because it, it's really important in our dealings because everything that we are doing we, as we're engaging with people, as we are uh, engaging, doing business, everything that we are doing, we are usually, you know, in the quest of trying to give value to another person. And value is simply about friction solving, solving problems for other people. So if you understand what value is and how it works, then it will be, you will be able to process information much faster and you'll be able to deliver it and give it to people now, clear thinking, to think clearly, simply means to be able to use the right cognitive framework to interpret the world, to look at the world. So reality is such that when, when you look at our minds, look at reality. And then reality is more like an infinite whirlpool of possibilities. There's, it, it's like a vortex of possibility, many infinite possibilities, everything is there. And so our minds are always taking snapshots of this possibility. Our minds in and of itself doesn't have the capacity to conceive the whole of reality, to see reality as it is. Our, we don't have that capacity to see it. But we have the capacity to take snapshots so it's just like the proverbial uh, 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 metaphor or, or story that is usually told about uh, seven people who were asked to describe an elephant. And so the first person came and uh, seven blind men who were asked to describe an elephant. So the first person came and touched the trunk and the person said that an elephant is like a snake. The second person touched uh, the, 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 the legs and he said that the elephant is like a trunk, a big tree, like a trunk. So uh, as they were touching the different parts of the elephants, they were describing the elephants from their own perspective, from what they could perceive. That is how reality is. Reality is like that big elephant. So when we touch one part of the elephant, that is our minds taking a snapshot. A snapshot is just like a quick shot of something from a particular perspective. So you take that snapshot, and then you, you conclude that that is what reality is. So these snapshots, after we have taken this snapshot, we, we, it is from this snapshot that we create our belief systems. That is from where we create our belief systems. That is one from where we create our cultures. That is from where we create our, 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 our educational systems, all of these structures that we have in our society. So these, are, these snapshots in and of themselves 
uh, they define some aspects of reality, but not the whole reality. So what they give us is beliefs. And belief is simply a feeling of certainty that makes you see, accept something as true. That is what belief simply is. But belief in and of itself is neither true nor false. It is simply a feeling of certainty that makes you accept something as true. So in itself, it's not true or false. But the ideas, the knowledge backing your belief, behind your belief, has the potential to be true or false. So you could have the, the belief, like, example, you are, you, you, you're a Muslim, right? Yes. So you, you have the belief that Allah has blessed you and he has sent you off in the world to become prosperous and then to help others. And then that belief in and of itself is neither true nor false. It's a feeling of certainty that you have. If you apply it in the right circumstance, it's going to work for you. But if you apply it with the wrong circumstance, it's not going to work. So if you now believe that Allah has blessed you and he has asked you to become prosperous in the world, and then you go to your room and sleep and you don't get to work, you don't do anything, you don't engage in activities, you know, to bless others and then to create value in the world, that blessing that you think that Allah has given you is not going to be manifested in your life. So that is a clear case. That is to show you that that belief is neither true nor false. It's simply it's, it's dependent on how you apply it in the world. So, but how do you not apply beliefs properly? That is where the book and exercise and clear thinking comes in. It helps you to understand that there are cognitive frameworks certain cognitive frameworks that have been observed by the observation of reality based on how reality works. Science has observed this. Reality, people, philosophers have observed how the world works and they have distilled these principles. And then based on these principles, if you apply these principles to your belief, irrespective of the belief that you have, then you will be able to be effective in the work that you're doing. So an exercise in clear thinking is your ability to not base your judgment based on the snapshots that you have of reality. Because these snapshots in and of themselves do not give you the full picture of reality. But it allows you to interpret reality from a point of view that gives you a better understanding of reality. And these points of view is what I've laid out as the 11 rules in my book. An exercise in clear thinking. So I, I distilled them there. If you, you you can check out the book in uh, on Amazon to get a full comprehension. Time will film me to uh, go into details to all of them. But you can check out the book in Amazon and then you get full detail of uh, the principles that I laid out there. We. Um... This was, this was a very amazing and very informative session. Believe me, uh, because I'm listening and I'm sitting in front of you, I learned lots of things. There is a five to six basic, uh, uh, you know, you can talking about basic flaws in my personality. Uh, I just don't want to focus on my mission. I never think, I my, uh, my mission is not as much clear as uh, 
as I'm expecting. That's why uh, we are, I'm facing a very hardship to achieve my goals. But after this live show, I learned a lot of things. I cleared, I really cleared about where I'm, where I'm standing and where I am not doing things correctly by myself. So uh, as the same opinion from my audience, I'm very thankful to you, your, your time, your uh, devotion, your energy. I respect your uh, all energy you just transferring from uh, through this to us. Uh, take care, Jazakallah. But in the end, I just request to you any message for my audience who's are watching you from the Connecting the World platform. Okay, you're asking for questions from the audience, right? Yes, uh, okay. I'm just asking, say anything about my audience as a message. Okay, okay, my final word to uh, your audience. Okay, okay. Okay, so uh, um, so my, my final word would be, uh, I believe that a majority of your audience uh, uh, is from uh, Pakistan, right? Yes, so pa Pakistan, like, Nigeria is still a developing world. And uh, you people have a lot of energy. You have a lot of passion. And I've seen that in the social media, how you people have embraced the social media, the technology, and how you are using it to explore the world of possibilities that are out there. Now, you, there's what I talked about. There's a phenomenon I talked about in, um, in, in my upcoming book and also exploring in my courses if you, could, you can check them out on facebook i talked about environmental oasis and that's in the concept of environmental oasis is when you find yourself in an environment that doesn't really give you the full support that you need to grow that you need to explore the full potentials of what you have you can create an environmental oasis whereby you 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 remove from yourself the toxic elements that are coming from your current environment, leaving only the ones that are helpful to you, the ones that are useful. And then you use digital technology. Technology has given us the capacity, the capability to explore different environments that are not within our immediate local environment. And so you use technology to explore other environments, other minds that can allow you to realize your full potential and this is what i think majority of the people from pakistan are doing i have a lot of friends from pakistan and uh, uh here on facebook and they it, when you listen to them speak when you listen to what they do you you understand that these are people who are full of dreams and hopes and aspirations and so even though your environment might not give you all that you need to explore and to achieve your full potentials but technology has given you the capacity to tap into the global space where you can find people of like minds and that is what you're doing and i congratulate you i encourage you uh, sidra for what you're doing you're doing such a great work and uh, you you are really impacting the lives of others and at the same time you're also learning because Without these, you would have been confined within your environment. But look at you now. You are exploring. 
you are finding other means and capacity and, and other uh, ways to connect with minds, other intelligent minds that are out there that can also contribute to the work you're doing. So I encourage your audience out there to leverage technology and then use it to explore, explore into the world. The whole world is for you. It is not reserved for anybody. It's not reserved for any person. It is for you. You can explore the world. You can explore the breadth and the depth and breadth of this world. You can do that even if only you open your mind to learning. Make yourself an infinite learner. Become an infinite learner. Explore. The internet has a lot of free resources. There are a lot of information out there. You can go to the internet. There are a lot of free books. Take out those books. Read them. Expand your mind. Expose your mind to the different realities that are in your to in, in, that are in different parts of the world. When you expose your mind, with exposure comes improved intelligence. With exposure comes improved capability. When you expose your mind to the different realities outside your own confines of your own, own environment, you can see that there are no limits to what you can achieve. That there are no limits to your capabilities. So what I encourage your audience is. Let them expose, explore the, 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 the huge abundance that the, the, that the internet has provided for each and every one of us, for people in underdeveloping, uh, in, in developing nations like your nation and my nation. That is what has allowed me to get to the level that I am today. And that is what would uh, allow, uh, uh, also enable me to get to the top 1% of my career and as well as you. So I wish you luck and I encourage you to continue the good work here that you're doing. Uh, you are really impacting people's lives positively, and uh, you, you're going to be better for it. Thank you. So nice of you. Ogi, so nice of you. I'm very thankful to you for your kind and very motivated words for me. And it's very meaningful for me and my audience. Take care and God bless you. And I just pray for that. God makes this connection more stronger because uh, I learned lots of things from you. But in my religion, the one thing isn't written on my book, Islamic book, where is uh, written, if someone is teach you the one word, that means he or she is your teacher. So respect your teacher like a father, like a senior person, like your mentor. So I respect you and my audience is also respect you. But I again, begging to you, please connect with us and guide with us. Uh, make a strong com international community with us because we are learning. Uh, from you uh, and from environment, from IT, from digital marketing. So take care, God bless you, and thank you once again for your valuable time for us. Jazakallah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Sidra. Thank you. It's nice having you. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching this very informative session with Ogi. And Ogi is from Nigeria. He is the most talented and young person who's right, who's an author, who's a learning coach, and as well as he is a he is a brilliant human being. And I respect him a lot. So if you like this video, please share this video in different groups because this information is spreading from all over the world. So never stop this learning strategy. Please share this video and. Uh, Start this journey from learn this video. Take care. Bye. This interview series is sponsored by the Han Foundation and Israel of Peace. Take care.